Do you long for the judgment? And are you ready for that great and terrible day? Hi, I'm Dr. Andrew Marquez, and this is the Baptist on the Bible podcast. And here's your 7 at 7 devotion. Today, we're continuing our series in Daniel chapter 7, and the focus today is on the power of God in judgment. We're going to look what happens when God enters the scene and confronts these evil empires that have tried to take authority on earth, and he shows them who is the ultimate authority. So it's very exciting, and of course, we have to always be mindful of the reality that there will be a judgment. And so with that in mind, let's read these verses together, and then we'll talk about them a little bit more. Beginning at verse 9, it says, I watched till thrones were put in place, and the Ancient of Days was seated. His garment was white as snow, and the hair of his head was like pure wool. His throne was a fiery flame, its wheels a burning fire, and a fiery stream issued and came forth from before him. A thousand thousands ministered to him, ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him, and the court was seated, and the books were opened. I watched then because of the sound of the pompous words which the horn was speaking. I watched till the beast was slain and its body destroyed and given to the burning flame. As for the rest of the beasts, they had their dominion taken away, yet their lives were prolonged for a season and a time. So there we have it, this scene of judgment. You know, Daniel must really just be in a uh, disheveled state trying to get some rest and these visions are coming forward and these horrible beasts now are matched by the great power of God. And so last time we discussed how God's presence in the storm is what we focus on in the midst of the coming uh, vision, uh, the judgment that might befall us. That, that God's presence in the storm, he's cognizant of our strife, he's aware, he's walking with us, and he's in control. Now we're going to see the power of God in judgment. He's present and he's powerful. We look at a glorious description. Thrones are set up around God's throne. And who are the thrones for? You know, God has his throne and we have all these other thrones. Are they for angels? Well, if you go to Revelation chapter 20, verse 4, it will tell you that those thrones are for the saints. For believers who have uh, done well, who have kept the faith, and who are in eternity with God, they will rule with him. He's the ultimate power, but he will rule and set up thrones for those that come with him. The Ancient of Days sits down. He is ready to sit in his judgment seat and to take action against the evil empires. He's wearing white clothes. Well, white typically is a symbol for moral purity. Isaiah 1.18 says, Come now and let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall be as wool. And we have another description in Revelation 1.13. It says, And in the midst of the seven lampstands, one like the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to, his, down to the feet, and girded about the chest with a golden band. His head and hair were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were like a flame of fire. So you see the imagery given to Christ there that matches the imagery of the Ancient of Days. White hair also may be a symbol for immortality. You know, as uh, we get older, we have white hair. And so this Ancient of Days, uh, he can't get any older, and he has always been. In fact, he can't get any younger. He is eternal, but his... Um, immortality and his eternality is reflected as well as his holiness. God is incredible. <laughs> and then we see fire. We have all of this fire, and this fire is symbolic of judgment. 
the power of God. And we see a river of firing, uh, a river of fire ushering out. And it's another symbol of the judgment of God pouring out upon the world. We see innumerable subjects, a multitude of angels. Again, Revelation 5 says, I looked and I heard the voice of many angels around the throne, the living creatures and the elders, and the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands. And so you see uh, John, the apostle, picking up on the vision of Daniel. And then the books are opened. They symbolize God's knowledge of all the deeds and all the words and all the thoughts for all of time. Oh, the judgment is coming. There is a definitive determination that's made. We see the fourth beast is slain. In the midst of this pompous horn speaking blasphemy, the beast is slain, which includes the horn, and it is thrown to the fire. The other beasts, while they lose their dominion, they keep their lives for a season. Uh, this likely uh, is viewed as their empires being swallowed up into the subsequent empires, and so uh, they aren't fully destroyed, and ultimately even God's kingdom will absorb uh, those that had been members of the prior kingdoms. What about us? Well, the glorious God is coming to judge. When he comes, it will be at the perfect time and in the most glorious way. And it will be for a magnificent reason. He's coming to finally set justice to the world. He will employ his own saints in the judgment of evil. You know, Paul says, don't you know that you'll judge the angels? You and I, those faithful to Christ, those washed in his blood, those white as snow by the blood of the lamb, will judge the wickedness of the spiritual realm as well as the physical realm. Evil will be prosecuted and destroyed and evil people will be punished. This judgment will make the way for God's next movement as his kingdom, his next movement as his kingdom will come. It's an incredible thought. Do you ever consider when the judgment will come and will you be ready when that judgment comes? Will you be on the side of the saints or on the side of destruction? I hope that you know Jesus and that you'll be in his presence, ruling alongside of him, sitting on your own throne and not be a victim of the judgment. A Supreme Court Justice Horace Gray once told a man that was in his court, I know that you are guilty and you know it. And I wish you to remember that one day you will stand before a better and wiser judge and that there you will be dealt with according to justice, not according to law. Later on, that burglar was surprised while robbing a house in Antwerp. The thief fled out the back door, clambered over a nine-foot wall, and dropped right inside a city prison. Justice is coming for all of us. Will you be ready on the day it comes? I hope you'll consider that today. God bless and take care.